0: till it's finished success chronicles go take care of your business success chronicles it's deeper than just
1: winning
0: success. hey what's up everybody this is chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the success chronicles and today we have mr Mika milburn with us uh, an amazing lady that's involved in lots of Uh, things that helps make our world a better place. Uh, Real, real cool experiences growing up. And now she's using those experiences to help make a difference in the life of others. And I'm so thankful to have her coming from Georgia uh, on to help us out in this episode of the Success Chronicle. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, talk to us about your life story.
1: (laughs) My life story.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, You know, I was, Born in North Philadelphia. I uh, went to high school in South Jersey. My, um, you know, I, was, I had a, like a typical childhood just born in um, the inner city. Uh, my mother did everything she could to give us the best quality of life. Um, so that's why she moved us to South Jersey. I wasn't happy about that at all um, I didn't like being in South Jersey. I kind of liked running the streets in North Philly <laughs> So yeah. when She moved us out there. I ended up getting in a lot of trouble <laughs> um, She actually sent me to live to Wichita, Wichita Kansas in my freshman year in high school was the first time I met my dad I actually lived out there with him because I was getting in a lot of trouble in school um, Joined the military after high school. I knew I was joining the military since I was about seven years old Got put out of the military on a medical discharge, <laughs> you know, so um, A lot of little things that kind of added up to me getting out of the military and me pretty much at that point feeling like my life was over. (laughs) Um, I felt like my life had ended getting out of the military because that had been my goal. No one else wanted me to join the Air Force. I did it anyway. Um, And then, you know, the Air Force kind of abandoned me when I got sick, which, you know, that that hurt. (laughs) hurt. So now, you know, I use that to help just to try to help other kids, especially girls, kind of find their purpose. And realize that there's other things outside of just their one thing that they're set on and for me right now it's it's sports you know a lot of kids are playing sports and a lot of kids and even their parents don't think that there's anything outside of that sport so right now we're using sports to help kids kind of define themselves outside of sports so when that sport does end their their life doesn't end
0: you know uh yeah, as i listen to you say that and talk about the life in sports makes me think about my mother. She used to, you know, really focus on, on grades and education, you know, and, you know, I was a yeah. you know, big athlete, do. you know, right. You know, and, you know, <laughs> boy, I don't care if you touch another ball, you better get them books, you know, That's right. <laughs> and so, like, you know, at the time you think, man, this lady is tripping. She is mean, but then, <laughs> you know, later in your life, you know, I was in a situation where same. you know, got hurt. Well, yeah, I guess I'm glad I have my education.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About that.
0: yeah. And so, you know, the importance of it's important to be well balanced. It's important to not just focus in on just the sports. And and granted, you know, it can give you opportunities because, you know, football has allowed me so many things in my Absolutely. life. You know, but at the same time, if I wasn't prepared mentally and education-wise, right. then I couldn't have taken advantage of the opportunities that I got from the sport.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so and that's think, another
1: thing, it's the mental and the emotional preparation that's missing in sports as well. Everyone, yeah. you know, you can have the most highly skilled <laughs> athlete. If they're not emotionally or mentally prepared, they're not really that great of an athlete, you know, yeah. they can crack under pressure. They're not that great of an athlete, you know, so they can skill and drill, you know, better than anyone out there. But when they get on that court, and if they're not tough enough mentally, you see them crack.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then when I'm they talk-
1: go to college and they have to handle the pressure of being a collegiate athlete, you see them crack. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. Like, oh, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I say, well, right. talk to us about what you do uh, with your teams and stuff.
1: So I started off, <laughs> I came to Georgia in 2012. I started with running a nonprofit called Atlanta Young Misses. The goal behind a nonprofit was really just to, to develop young girls from third grade to 12th grade emotionally, mentally, and find what they were interested in and hone in on that and help them use that to get scholarships, but also to stay focused in school. <laughs> the funny thing about that was that no one really cared <laughs> you know, what we were doing for the kids unless it pertained to a sport. So I kind of transitioned that and started looking into, you know, started doing um, more sports performance stuff. I used to be a sports performance trainer. I used to do that with kids, work with kids. I have some WNBA friends who came in um, and did the basketball training, things like that, and started some teams. Um, and people started paying more attention then. I really didn't like doing that because I don't like really having the teams. And, and because my, my goals and my focus are, are different than a lot of, the parents, they're focused on the basketball, you know, and and some of the activities we were doing outside of basketball, you know, some people thought it was a waste of time. We would do like leadership, uh, building stuff, team building stuff. That wasn't necessarily on the court stuff. And A lot of parents are thinking you need to be on the court. You need to be on the court. You need to be playing games. And I'm like, you know, when you're in sixth and seventh grade, you don't have to play a game every week. You know, there's other things you can do. So what I wanted to do with the pro teams, I did that for a couple of years. Last year, I bought my first pro team in Atlanta. It was called Atlanta Monarchs. And the goal behind that was to bring in athletes who have their own stories and who are willing to share them with the young girls that were in our program. So we kept the program, but we kind of we enhanced it by bringing in the pro team. We wanted to bring in these athletes that would share their stories, that would kind of guide our kids and the parents in the path that they need to go within their sport and outside of their sport. So our pro players who, you know, they range from WNBA players to international players or the players who just graduated college. And they're here, you know, they're working with our kids. They're on the court with our kids. They're doing, we did a, a youth leadership conference that our, some of our pro players participated with our kids. Um, and it just, it, it kind of enhances what we're doing with our kids. So I started that one here in Atlanta. We have a phenomenal team. You know, we actually, in our we play in the league, it's actually the largest, pro league, pro women's basketball league in the world. And it's been around for about 15 years. Um, and it was about 28 teams. And last year we actually won our, the national championship in our first season in Atlanta. So <laughs> this season I have the Atlanta team and I have the Philadelphia team, the Philadelphia Reign. And we're looking to build that and do the same types of programs out there. Philadelphia's so on their way to win the championship in their first season too. <laughs> they're actually undefeated. They're out there kicking butt. But they're also in the community. They're volunteering everywhere. You know, so that the idea is a community piece of the basketball that's kind of missing in some of the other leagues. We're on the ground with the kids. We're on the ground. We're in the communities. We're doing, you know, our players are like I said, they're they're very they're highly skilled athletes that really can play anywhere. Um, but you know, they're they're here with us and they're here with us to work with these kids. They're here with us to make sure that girls continue to you know maintain their self-esteem and grow through sports
0: that's good stuff i think uh not not only is it good from the athlete perspective uh when you can you know use your skills to play the sport you love but when you can use those skills to make a difference in someone's life that's when it puts you uh in alignment with your assignment
1: right exactly yeah and that's what we're trying to teach our pro athletes it's like you're you have an opportunity to grow your sport and grow these girls Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's more important big obviously everyone always says it's bigger than the game and that's what we're teaching we're trying to you know press upon even our pro athletes you know a lot of them they're they're raised to be self-focused you know and yeah. that's I mean—in women's basketball that's a problem because you have to you have to attach yourself to people you have to make people like you really for people to come watch you play so you know you want you have to give back in order to grow your sport You know, Mm -hmm. and that's what we're working on with our pro players. And we work on player development and branding themselves and them teaching younger kids how to brand themselves, you know, through social social media and things like that. Positively brand themselves through social media and things like that.
0: (laughs) That's the magic word right there. Right. (laughs)
1: Right. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) Well, uh, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was funny. I've accomplished quite a few things. Um, Besides my kids, I have three daughters, so I'm very, very proud of all three of them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, When I got out of the military and I was stuck, I literally, I'm going to say I went on a sabbatical for three months um, and I didn't think I was going to do anything else. Um, I surrounded myself with people that at that time I didn't realize were really, really good for me. Um, And while I had, I started college while i was in the military i hadn't finished it because i only spent seven years in there so i was going part-time um, but i did eventually finish when i got out i finished my mba um and i think that was one of the things because i didn't you know when i got out it was like there's no point in doing anything but i did that anyway um and now what i'm doing now you know having the teams i've put a lot of kids in school uh, who didn't think they were going to go to college you know so i'm extremely proud of that <laughs> like that that's what i do this year. um and then just doing what I'm doing now, having these proteins and, and working to make things better for these girls. And it, it's working.
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Let's hit on success. What's your definition of success?
1: Um, me being happy. <laughs> it's my happiness and my kids' happiness. You know, it's funny because I I had a life <laughs> that, you know, I lived the American dream. I bought a house. I built a home. I lived in, you know, a very... Established neighborhood. My kids went to one of the best schools, one of the best public schools in the country, and it was just, you know, I was going to work. I actually, you know, work a full time job with the Department of Homeland Security. So I'm going to work every day, and I was doing everything that, you know, I guess society tells you're supposed to do, and it just, I wasn't happy. You know, I was actually really, really miserable, and I had to change because I've never i did I had to change you know I didn't know what it was that wasn't making me happy, but I had to make that change and when I figured out what my happiness was, then I found my success Yes,
0: I like that I like the <laughs> way you explain that i think uh I agree with you on the whole happiness deal i think uh the beauty of being in this country and we have opportunities to like like whatever it is we want. Or feel that we can do or create, like it's possible,
1: right? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, like it's just a matter of you know doing it, <laughs> you know.
1: It's a matter of just saying, okay, you're going to hit roadblocks. People are going to hate. It's just how are you going to handle it? And it's really, it's all about us. Is how do we handle these things?
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Well, I'm gonna say um, some words here. And if you don't mind, tell me what comes to your mind when you hear these <laughs> words. You're like, "Oh, good. <laughs> it's not going to be too bad. It's not going to be. Okay. Too bad. It's what you do. It's in alignment <laughs> with what you do, so it won't be bad." Um, the first word is adjusting.
1: <laughs> necessary, extremely necessary, every single day. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It is um, absolutely necessary. Okay. What about impact?
1: <laughs> um, man, that's a lot. I can think of a lot of words I can say. Yeah, um, come on,
0: bring them. Let's go. <laughs> you know,
1: and, and, and I think that's it's a purpose. I think it's our purpose to impact other people. You know, I think it it's it's a, I think impact is a powerful word, but it's our yeah. purpose. It's powerful. It's just what you're supposed to do. <laughs> when you talk about impacting other people, especially kids,
0: yeah. Um. Well, this is a statement. So we'll just okay. see what comes to, to your mind when you, sports and life lessons.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to think, I'm going to say, think about coaching when it comes to that statement, coaching. And mm-hmm. are you being coached to, to get those life lessons from those sports? Um, a lot of times you're going to get, you know, there are you're going to sports is about character building, you know, But are are you going to be allowed to learn those life lessons? Are you going to be allowed to fail so you can understand how you can learn how to overcome? You know, are you going to be allowed to 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 not be the best person on your team so that you can learn how to get better? You know, it's it's are you it's what your coaching and what your parents and people around you allow you to do so that you can learn those life lessons. I think a lot of times we shelter the kids and we don't let them learn those. And even in college, we don't let them learn those lessons. So they're really missing out on the purpose of the sport, <laughs> you
0: know. I like it. Learn lessons. And it's, uh, and you can attest to this, you know, uh, just like I can. You know, every, every lesson that we go through in our life, there's a blessing within that. Yes. You yes. know, we just have to find what it is and then, you know, take that lesson and use that to help others like you're doing. Uh, in yeah. your life, you know yeah and and that's what truly I think that's that puts us on a truly another level of happiness or fulfillment, yeah. if you will,
1: yeah, and yeah, I tell our kids, I tell my sisters sometimes you have to be extremely uncomfortable to become comfortable, Boom. You know? so those, <laughs> those, those lessons that make <laughs> you uncomfortable they're going you're going to become comfortable because you were uncomfortable. And if we don't let kids, you know, or anybody, we don't let kids just. Sometimes you have to struggle, you know, and you have to yeah. be uncomfortable.
0: You have to stretch yourself. Yes, you do. You know, and I think too, uh, I, we can probably say this because we've been we've been stretched a lot, you know, <laughs> in our lives a whole lot. Some of us, but uh, you know, I think the more um, you have those situations to where you're stretched and put in uncomfortable uh, situations, mm. <laughs> the easier Lord, I, I wouldn't say easier, the better it is for you uh, to handle it.
1: Right. You yes. You know, like, Hey, because, because you know, yeah. And, and you know, one of the things I tell people is that you can't sit around and wait for things to get better. You have no. to make them better. You know, people look at the teams that I have and they look at the success of the team. Now, to this was a lot of, this is a lot of work and I failed. At, at certain tasks and I failed a lot, you know, it's just about how you deal with those failures and it's okay to fail. You have to fail. If I don't fail, I don't learn, you know, <laughs> so it's okay to fail, you know, <laughs> and, and, and instead of like, like sitting and, and wallowing in my misery and wallowing in my failure, I have to figure out what to do to get past it and not to fail again. Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest thing that like, you have to be able to do that. And that's that m- emotional and that mental development and that mental growth that you just, you go through when you grow up, you know?
0: Yeah, that's some, that's some nuggets right there. <laughs> well, again, I want to say thank you uh, for sh- uh, coming on the Success Chronicles. And before we get off, if you don't mind uh, sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and support your teams and show you some love. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, on social media, our Atlanta Monarchs is at Atlanta Monarchs, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Philadelphia Rain, same thing, at Philadelphia Rain, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Um, and I'm on Facebook as Tamika Milburn, and on Instagram is Tamika A.M. underscore the third.
0: Tamika A.M. underscore the third. All right, well thank you for taking the time thank you for what you do and i wish you continued success and everything that you have going on
1: you as well thank you so much for having me all
0: right well thank you guys for checking out this episode we'll see you next time god bless